Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight's theme is going to be called Operating with Integrity. Now, throughout the media, throughout the last couple of weeks and days, there have been people that have been operating with integrity and people that's been operating without integrity. Um, so let's get into it. First, I want to define integrity. And for those who listen to the show, you know that I like to define the topic so it can be clear and crisp. Okay. Now, integrity is defined as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Moral uprightness. It's also defined as a state of being whole and undivided. Now, when we talk about these type of things and we talk about definitions such as integrity and having more principles, um, a couple people are lacking those. And a couple of people in black society are lacking those. But I just don't want to leave the other dominant society up out of this equation because they're accountable for this too. <clears throat> now, recently within the media, there have been recent discoveries and or renditions of people operating with integrity and some operating without integrity, like I said before. Colin Kaepernick, who is a black male, and for those who know what his fight was, he said, listen, he told the NFL, listen, I am not standing for the flag unless you guys do something about these police killings of unarmed African-Americans, black people. And he caught a lot of flack for that. He refused to stand for the anthem. Um, I go as far, I'm not really sure about this, I go as far as think that he got death threats about it. A lot of people, you know, who didn't make the anthem an issue before, I don't even think the anthem was the issue. It was the issue that he was talking about doing something about these unarmed killers, these sanctioned lynchings that were going out in the streets. That's what got everybody out wet in the ass and so mad about Kyler Kaepernick, that they jaws real tight. <clears throat> but, you know, over the course of it, um, this guy, he's been drugged through the mud. He even got blackballed from the NFL. You know, he was criticized in the media heavily. Uh, why is he doing this? Um, is it possible that he's working on some type of angle when it comes when it come to find out he was sincere because he sacrificed a lot just like uh, Muhammad Ali did when he refused to go and fight in Vietnam and he was a Muslim he said listen the Viet Congs never called me nigga the Viet Congs never called me nigga and white people got upset about that because America as a whole has this type of um, what word am I looking for? This type of um, audacity to want black people to die and fight for them as a country. But then when you get back, they want to mistreat you if you're black. They, they, they got a history of doing this. And, you know, Kaepernick said, like Muhammad Ali, listen, I'm not standing for no flag. I'm going to protest the flag. And, you know, him and Eric Reed, they protest the flag. And Kaepernick ended up being blackballed by the NFL. 
And even Eric Reed, I'm not saying Eric Reed before, I think I said Eric Reed, but Eric Reed, he was black ball for a while too, until the team really needed him to fill that slot. Now, Kaepernick, he filed a lawsuit and he claimed collusion against owners. Um, and then he actually recently won that case. And it's reported that he got the upwards to upwards to between sixty to eighty million. Now the overall lawsuit, from what I understand and from what I've heard, I'm not really sure on this. I'm gonna go ahead and um, um go ahead and defer on it. But from what I understand, the whole lawsuit was ranging from one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty million, which I which I heard that he got. And but his half of that lawsuit, because it's him and Eric Reed. His half of that lawsuit was 60 to 80 million, from what I understand it. And not only that, this guy has endorsements with Nike. And you know what? That's something to be admired because in this day and age, we got an open white supremacist in office. We got all these sanctioned black lynchings going on in America. And we got somebody standing up, standing on their principles, stick, stick, sticking with their principles. And they still get multiple bags or sources of income while fighting a system of white supremacy. Now, that's something to be admired. Now, Cap is the perfect example that you don't have to compromise your principles and your integrity for and who you are to be financially stable. This guy was able to come from under that, and he was able to make multiple incomes and multiple bags, as people say. Now, I think the problem is that there are too many people in black society willing to sell each other out for money, you know. And they had some people like uh, Malcolm Jenkins. <clears throat> I think he um, only did the protest just for his own agenda. He wasn't very sincere about the protest. And they agreed to checking this dude one time on the field, if I'm not mistaken. And even like even at the workplace, they, they got snitches at the workplace. They'll snitch on you just to have a get a pat on the head, head, or just to, you know, or just being snakish, you know. Like I said, like in certain environments, you got rats and you got snakes, but sometimes people are selling you out to no avail, like this just to be just to be sellouts. It's not even worth whatever they're getting, the little trinkets that they get. Also, I want to add that when you operate with integrity as a man, it's very important, especially when you attach when you attach when it's attached to your life. Um, when you think about, listen, have you not learned that your word is bond? Yes, my word is bond, and bond is life, and I should give my life before my word should fail. Do you think in those type of terms? Then you're thinking on being a man and sticking on morals and some principles. Because people will respond positively to someone who could keep their word and be honest, even if it hurts. You know, and if you know me personally, then you know, sometimes I could be a little bit harsh or quote unquote abrasive. However, I'm always honest and I always try to keep it from a point of view and keep positivity. Like if I hurt your feelings, I'm gonna try to follow that with some constructive criticism, with some criticism. It's not intentionally, but I have to tell the truth. 
Because people who practice in deceit, they always end up in bad positions. Because all their deceitfulness practice, all their deceitfulness catches up with you eventually. You know, you reap what you sow. That's one. That's one true quote from the Bible. You reap what you sow. Now, if you're sowing deceit, you're gonna get it back, no doubt. Now, I myself, I have no respect for people who are deceitful because they can't be trusted. If you are a rat or a snake. You can't be trusted. Which brings me to Justice Malat. <clears throat> For those who don't know, Empire actor Justice Malat was allegedly attacked by some white supremacists wearing MAGA hats in Chicago. In freezing weather at 2 a.m. after eating and or buying Subway. I know. I know. Don't make sense, does it? Yeah. Now, my... No, my problem with this is not just Justice Malat, but it didn't take the Chicago police long to call bullshit on this. However, when you got somebody like Laquan McDonald who's murdered in Chicago, it takes forever in a day just to get these police indicted when you get shot in the back. It takes forever in a day to even get them indicted. But I digress. Now, this not only exposes how game goofy and silly the mainstream media is, but it also exposes how terrible a person that Justice Malati is. Because he staged that robbery or that hoax, and he paid these brothers. And he was willing to let them remain in prison just to keep his lie alive, even though he knew the truth. Now, the whole LGBTQ community jumped on this thing, and then they started saying, hey, you know what? Justice Malad was attacked because of toxic masculinity. Justice Malad was attacked because black people or black men don't accept homosexuality in the community. I'm, I'm so tired of this. I'm tired of the fact that Black men always get blamed for the actions of white men. And in this case, this this black male was a homosexual homosexual that he manufactured some crime. So now Jess is trying to lawyer up. And he probably will still get kicked off the show empire because they said that's why he was doing that. And, you know, operating without integrity will give give you some undesirable results, you guys. They have too much cooning and buffooning out here in these streets. Which brings me to Steve Harvey. Um, this has been a hot topic for a while. Um, Steve Harvey, uh, he had the actress Monique on the um, on his show. And they had a discussion about integrity versus money and Monique was telling him that you shouldn't have to sacrifice your integrity for money and Steve vehemently disagreed with him but you know Steve Harvey as a person he's been operating without integrity his whole entire career he allegedly hated on a late great Bernie Mac by calling a producer of one of Bernie's movies and he told him he'd do the movie for half of Bernie's salary now, that right there is some sucker shit. 
You don't do that. You don't take money out of the next man's mouth who has to feed his family just so you could try to thrive. If this man getting his bag, you got to find a way to get your own bag. Not to hate on him. Or, you know, in that case, you could try to network with that man because they, they were on the same comedy show. He could have tried to network with that man and been like, hey, you know what? How about you teach me what you did? I don't need you to, you know, I don't want to, you know, piggyback off of your hustle, but I just want to know how you did that. I want to learn from you. Any type of tips that you got for me, any type of people you can introduce me to. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Bernie Mac, he seemed like an authentic guy. I'm pretty sure that Bernie Mac would have more than likely helped him out or been happy to help him out, you know. And it's just it's just unfortunate that Steve Harvey built like that. Now, that wasn't bad. Now, that wasn't bad enough, you guys, you know. You know, he, from what I understand, Steve does a lot of good in the community. But... I mean, like for me, his track record just not, it's just not substantial because you got that shit with Bernie Mac. Then you got him going to the White House to meet with confirmed white supremacist Donald Trump. And then most, then when he had actress Monique on his show, on his television show, in typical coon sellout fashion, he attempted to take Monique to task because she asked him to speak up for her. After she was being blackballed in Hollywood. Everybody knew she was being blackballed in Hollywood. She asked him to speak up for her. Because she demanded a higher salary. Which is nothing wrong with that. Now Steve admitted that he thought Monique was correct. And wanted a bigger salary. But only behind closed doors. In front of white people he said. Hey man, we can't be doing that now. We can't be sacrificing. You can't be sacrificing our money for no integrity. We don't need to be broke like the rest of these people. My God. Steve, Steve, Steve. But you operate without integrity. And then I think they still gonna cancel his show. So I don't know what he's doing that for. Maybe for another show. <laughs> You know, and Steve, I, I just don't know it's Steve, man. Steve been cooning and buffooning and operating without integrity. And in the end, we're going to see those results. No? Now, I told you guys I didn't want to leave the dominant society out of this. And we're going to move along to Takashi 69 Takashi 69, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, is a white Hispanic, and he is based out of New York. He's a rapper. He has suspected ties to a criminal organization. And before I say what I have to say, I, I need to say this for the listeners. Um, I have to ask y'all some questions. Why do we let other races into our culture? so easily. Other races can enjoy our culture, but that's it. We can't let them into our culture so easily. We can't let them into our criminal organizations if we have an alleged criminal organization, let me say that. 
We just can't do it. I mean, like, if you look at the mafia, the mafia not going to let no black people in. I know movies that they like to call it, call us. When you look at any Irish games, they definitely not letting black people in. So they better let people into the federal into the federal government, which is the white version of games. But hey, that's a different story for a different day. Now, if you know if you're familiar with Takashi Six Nine, Takashi Six Nine been letting them, making a block hot. He's been trolling people. Trying to get them to react and trying to get a reaction out of people. He's been shot at. He's had to hire bodyguards. He's been going around screaming, I'm a blood, saying nigga every, after, after every sentence. And nobody actually checked him on this. Now, the blood organization, the, or the alleged blood organization in New York City, they they had this dude screaming blood and they knew the dude was making a block hot. And I had to ask them why would they do that, knowing how this is gonna end. You don't do crime with white people. Say, look at white boy Rick. They working for the feds the whole time. Now the guy the guy sits now he he never operated with integrity or a set of principles. Everything he did was just bitch me, basically. Not because of Rico charges. He's been he's facing forty seven years. Well he was facing forty seven years originally until he pulled his white privilege card. Now he snitched on everybody. Now he's going to witness protection. According to more, multiple media outlets. He will now live the rest of his life as a rat. And he don't have to hit the streets no more. While you're up in witness protection, just just live your life out as a rat. Go ahead and get your little witness protection job and little witness protection life. Which is sad when you think about it. And then he had people up there standing up on, oh, I would have snitched too. But you're doing all this criminal activity. Now you say you're a gangster. You're doing all this criminal activity. As soon as you get busted, you better to snitch on everybody. And I'm going to say this. As black people, we as a people, must not only operate with integrity, we must not sacrifice our integrity for monetary or any type of gain that the dominant society is willing to give us because you'll lose in the end. One of 48 laws of power is isolation is very Dangerous. And what the dominant society does is to get you to sacrifice your integrity. They isolate you. So now you're alone. And then they come for your juggler. That's what they do. In the end, all you got is your integrity and your people. Once you got that, then you're stronger. We've always been stronger as a people when we fight together. Always. And we got to get this thing straight. And you must not sacrifice your integrity for no one.
Your integrity is very important. I just spoke truth to power. You guys have a good night.